Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my special guest, Dane Moeller of Primary Residential Mortgage. Both Mark Hahn and Nam Fon are off today. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in excuse me, San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is football in the movies. Now, they're not necessarily football movies, but there's something to do with football and somewhere in the movies, okay? Because <clears throat> I asked the same question on my sports show, and uh, the guys were saying, wait a minute, that's not a football movie. I said, well, that's true, but it's movies that have something to do with football in it, okay? All right, uh, so Dane, uh, you're, you're the main ha- head honcho there at uh, Primary Residential Mortgage in uh, San Rafael. Uh, give us an update. Uh, things have been kind of crazy with interest rates going up. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been an interesting year, obviously. We've had intra- uh, interest rate increases. Really, they started right about the first of the year. It was kind of like, okay, 2022, let's start going up. And pretty steady through April, and then a little calm, and then another big increase through June. And then uh, here in the summer, we've had things come down a little bit, uh, stabilize. We're kind of in a, uh, a range that we can depend on. Um, so it's starting to starting to kind of calm down in the, say, mid, mid to lower 5% um, after, you know, a year ago being in the high twos, low threes. So a big jump, but Crazy. starting to calm a little bit. Uh, which is nice. Um, I'll take I'll take flat over increasing, uh, certainly. Yeah. Well, it, we've had we've had what three seventy five basis point increases, haven't we? In the primary, I think it's uh, a fifty and then two seventy fives. I think. Oh, was it that? Okay. Well, it's enough. Yeah, and you know the Fed. So mortgage rates uh, are based on mortgage-backed securities, which are uh, traded every day just like a stock. Um, and so the market is always kind of ahead of the news, just like the stock market is, right? It's buy yeah. the news. Buy, what do they say? Buy the news, sell the, sell the event kind of thing. Uh, so uh, the Fed, however, you know, they, they meet once a month or sometimes once every other month, and they're usually behind the trend trying to catch up. So uh, if you look at charts in the past, Mortgage rates rise ahead of inflation. Then the Fed figures out they're late to the party, and then they start raising their interest rates. And by the time they're done, mortgage rates have come down because they are said, hey, you know, the Fed is going to be somewhat effective in knocking down inflation. 
we can move down uh, in anticipation of that. So I think we'll see mortgage rates come down before the Fed stops raising rates. Uh, which well, well, that gets right into our email question because I, I don't want to ask you after the fact. So this question comes in, says, when should we see a slowdown in the rise of mortgage rates? Well, the answer is that we already have seen a slowdown in the rise of interest rates. Okay. Um, just like we've seen a slowdown in the rise of home values. Doesn't mean home values are going down, but they're not appreciating as quickly as they were. Right. So they're not. No, no, is that in the Bay Area? Because in some markets, prices actually have dropped, haven't they? There are some. It's hard to say um, because the data is delayed. What we are seeing in a lot of markets is um, sellers are lowering their purchase price, um, you know, and and not selling at their original price that they listed their house for. Um, In some markets, up to 70% of sellers are reducing their prices. But their initial price might have been unrealistic. Right? They might have said, well, yeah, my neighbor yeah. sold for X, so I'll go X plus two, just because that's what the market is supported. Gotcha. So, so then, them lowering that unrealistic expectation is not a drop in the price. Exactly. Yeah, so that's, it, that's a good point. You know, in, when we get the data from this quarter, next quarter, we may see uh, prices come down a little bit. Um, and some markets probably will do that, I would say. Other markets will be a little flatter. Um, here in the Bay, I'm not expecting to see depreciation. Uh, I'm just not expecting to see double-digit appreciation. It's probably going to be more. Which is healthy, really. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. a nice steady, it's, it's like inflation. A little bit of inflation actually isn't bad. It's just when it goes crazy. Yeah, you just you don't want deflation. That's actually scary. Deflation is, deflation is really negative for our economy in so many different ways. Uh, a little bit of inflation is, is healthy and, and makes the economy run a little bit better. Lowers everybody's debts over time, uh, but it keeps you understanding what things cost and, you know, not having to constantly change wages and and businesses. There's a lot of expense for a business to change its prices and deal with other prices changing on the things it's buying and change its employees' wages. It's very expensive to deal with high inflation, um, and it leads to hoarding, which causes more inflation, right? Uh, But but deflation, man, that's, that's awful because... With deflation, there's no point in buying at all unless you have to consume it right away because it's going to be cheaper later. Yeah. And if no one's buying at all, guess what? And then there's no demand or low demand versus supply, and then that's a, that's a spiral. So yeah. the best place, I mean, I, I disagree with the Fed on a lot of things, but the, nice, the 2%, 3% target, I think, is exactly what they should be shooting for uh, in terms of inflation. And I think home prices. Yeah, I'll be a little nervous when I start seeing the breadboards come out and the erasers come and they keep changing the prices by the hour like they did in the 1930s in in, uh, Germany. I'll tell you what, let's uh, go to our first commercial uh, break trivia question. Football in the movies. In which movie does Sean Penn crash the car of his high school star's football player, uh, high school's star football player, angering the latter? so greatly that he nearly puts the entire opposing team in the hospital during the next game. All right. That's our trivia question. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Call 888-912-1190 to answer this question. In which movie does Sean Penn crash the car of his high school's star football player, angering the latter so greatly that he nearly puts the entire opposing team in the hospital during the next game? 
All right. Stay with us. You're listening to the best of investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Dane Moeller, Primary Residential Mortgage. Our first trivia question, football in the movies. In which movie does Sean Penn crash the car of his high school's star football player, angering the latter so greatly that he nearly puts the entire opposing team in the hospital during the next game? You know, uh, on Fast Times at Ridgemont High, he could have crashed a car, but I'm going to go with all the right moves as the uh, answer to this one. No, actually, what, it was Fast, time, fast Times oh, at Ridgemont High. Time. Yeah. Okay. You're thinking of all, all the right moves with Tom Cruise, which is actually a pretty good movie. Um, uh, Ampipe, I think, in uh, Pennsylvania was the name of the, uh, the school. And, uh, but uh, I don't think he crashes the car, though. Well, I just remember that there was some sort of football thing in that movie and Sean Penn, but I guess it, go, I'm going with my first answer, all right? You should always, always go with, the, with your first gut one, which is so funny because there's so many famous people in that movie. Oh, such a you know, with Phoebe Cates and Judge Reinhold and uh, Ray Walston from My Favorite Martian from the old days. Remember that? Um, you know, uh, let, let me take a quick break from what we're talking about on the mortgages to address something that, looks like it's getting passed um, with regard to student loan debt. Now, I have a question for those people, and and this has been all over the news, okay? Um, The president wants to forgive $10,000 for people who have student debt who I believe make under $125,000. Yeah. Uh, and if you make over that, I'm not sure what the what the forgiveness is, uh, or if there, potentially you could get. I, I don't than, think there's any forgiveness about that. Although it is 250 thousand for married couples. Okay, okay. Uh, but is 10 thousand the absolute maximum that they're going to forgive? Okay. All right. So, what? First of all, what about us uh, people who were nice enough to pay our debts? Um, uh, I know Elizabeth Warren was asked this question a couple of years ago. Hey, this guy came up to her and said, uh, well, you know, if this go, if something like this goes through, do, will I get a refund? She goes, oh, no. And it's like, okay, so you're kind of basically punishing people who paid their debts on time. You're helping people who decided to get whatever career. Uh, you know, a lot of people couldn't afford college. A lot of people didn't go to college for various reasons. Um, and then, you know, what happens if suddenly – the government says, you know, let's also kind of throw this on to mortgages and let's just start forgiving mortgages. Now, mortgages are maybe with the bank, but I guess the FHA, you know, there are some government agencies involved. But, you know, what, what, I thought it was not un-American to just kind of the government just coming in and just kind of doing this. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I have a few different thoughts. Um, the government, so student loan debt in this uh, income level is disproportionately with minority uh, Americans. And our government does lots of things that aren't exactly fair from a, a standpoint of me versus you to you know, lower the gap between minority 
uh, citizens and non-minority in, in their economy, right? And this is just something I would put in that same bucket. Now, it, it's not a requirement that you're a minority, of course, but that's who it helps more proportionally. And if you think about it from that aspect, we spend tons of taxpayer dollars that you may not say are fair uh, on programs sure. that help. Yeah, no, no, that, that's it's just like another tax. But then yeah, why don't they why don't they go back like, to the colleges who benefited from all that money and their endowments and let them pay it rather and than you know you can you can look at the PPP loans that went yeah. to businesses, some of which absolutely one hundred percent needed those to stay afloat yeah. and support workers. Then you have other ones, and we all know people who received those and didn't have to pay them back and said, Yeah, I didn't really need it, but it's money in my pocket, right? Exactly. And how is that fair to someone who didn't own a business, right? And and pays their sure. taxes. Absolutely. And has been a worker, right? There's all kinds of stuff that's not fair. Now yeah. coming back to mortgages, which you talked about, uh, the government forced mortgage servicers to honor forbearance during COVID and not collect payments from people, and then force them to put those debts on the back end of the mortgage, uh, or make that an option, let's say, which may or may not ever be collected, right? So, you know, the the government has, in a way, forced mortgage companies to forgive uh, payments, maybe not principal. Yeah, uh, I mean, it definitely is a cost. It is definitely a cost. but it's, it's one thing to just absolutely $10,000, forgive it, and it never has to be yeah. paid back. On a mortgage, you're right. That's a good point. Uh, and it gets ta- tacked onto the back end, you know, the time value of money. If you're three years into a 30-year mortgage, yeah, it's almost like free money. Yeah, I mean, are you going to worry about that 30 years down the road? And now these mortgage yeah. servicers, not that I feel sorry for them, but they still had to pay their staff, right? They still had to honor their obligations, pay the investors, pay Fannie and Freddie. Uh, and they weren't collecting payments, you know. Plus, and, you know well, you plus know. the thing is, it uh, potentially could hurt their credit because even if it's not necessarily reported as a ding against their credit, it a lot of times it was reported as a memo. Yeah. And when they're going to get a new loan, the banks are looking at that and going, wait a minute, it looks like you've got a forbearance or, you know, uh, uh, some kind of uh, an issue with your mortgage. I wonder if that's going to happen with these uh, – uh, loans with the student loans, are they, are they, or are they just automatically just going to reduce it? And, you know, and I don't. It'll be interesting, and it'll also be interesting if there's taxes on it, because back in 2008, and 10, there was balances forgiven. If you remember, in those days, there was much less forbearance, but there was a lot of modifications of loans, and yeah. some of terrible loans. But people got behind, and they modified, and they forgave, and then people got big tax bills. Because guess what? If the mortgage company for forgave ten thousand or twenty thousand of your debt, even if it was a terrible loan, that's a taxable incident. Forgiveness of debt is taxable. But you know what? That's that's a good point. I've not heard that yet. Yeah, yeah, boy, wouldn't that be a real slap in the face uh, when all? Because it seems like it's a, a political trying to buy votes. Is it, you know, you just cut through the curve quick. That's yeah, like, I mean, it's it's definitely a political maneuver. And, and I was reading, you know, the effect of inflation because right now we're we're in a fight against inflation, right? Yeah. And if you think I'm going to forgive debt, oh my God, I'm going to free up money to be spent. That's the exact opposite thing you want to do. It's going to cause more inflation. Yeah. But if they really do start collecting payments in January, because right now people aren't paying their student loans. They have the ability to, you know, this, we're still in the COVID era of uh, everybody's in, in a zero payment type situation. So what I've read is if everybody has to actually start paying again in January and they get this forbid for forgiveness, it should roughly kind of equal out. And we actually shouldn't see much change in consumer demand. So maybe it's a way to 
soften the blow of people making payments again because uh, I, I tell you, you know, people, I, I, we, we talk to lots of homeowners. We review lots of credit reports. Um, very few people are making payments on student loans uh, or wow. the last few years. Yeah, the government, okay. You know what? We have to cut to another break. Uh, we don't have time for a trivia question. We're going to push that off to the next one. All right, stay with us. Best of investing. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Dane Muller. No trivia question on this commercial break, but we'll ask the other one next time. Um, so we, we were talking about student loan debt and all that. And, uh, you know, you go back and uh, I think if I remember correctly hearing uh, a couple of nights ago, the CDC said, oops, we got it all wrong. And, you know, you think if they would have just let the economy just be and some people would get really sick with COVID, some people wouldn't. Uh, it seems like the effects are worse than the disease itself. You know, that's what's, you know, more suicides, more alcoholism, uh, you know, pe paying people to stay home. I mean, it's just, it's a whole thicket. It goes, it goes beyond our show, but uh, <laughs> that's my little, that's my little tirade there. Um, so, uh, Dane, right now, let, let's talk about what kind of rates are in existence right now. You've, uh, because you've got 15 year, you've got 30 year, you've got adjustable, you've got low balance, high balance, jumbo. Give us, give us, the, give us the realm and why people should deal with you. And again, don't forget to give out your information if people have questions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first off with my information, again, my name is Dane Moeller with Primary Residential Mortgage. Number here is 415-870-2752. We're located in San Rafael and also San Francisco and have offices nationwide as well. Um, in terms of interest rates, every scenario is different, as you'd imagine, and I have to always say that. Each person will qualify um, based on their own uh, situation. But for best-case scenarios, we're seeing 30-year you know, fixed rates in the low fives, 15-year uh, fixed rates down around five and adjustable rates, which are fixed for a time period um, and then adjust afterwards, uh, available in the high fours. Um, how, long those those are, the, how long are those fixed for usually? Uh, five, seven, or 10 years are the most common. Um, seven years is kind of our, the one we see most commonly. Um, yeah, because a lot of people move within that seven year period, don't they? Yeah, it's been a few years since I've seen it, but the average loan in California only had a shelf life of like 36 months, 37 months. Because yeah. people move, people refinance. Um, you know, I think that for anyone who's bought a house this year, I would say there's, a, you know, two to one or three to one odds they'll refinance within the next 24 months. Um, so, you know, taking an adjustable rate when rates are higher makes a lot of sense because you can save money and you're, you can feel confident, hey, there's going to be a chance I can refi course no guarantee right this could be they could be the lowest rates for the rest of our lives who knows you know so so you don't want to put yourself in a position where you have to refi um, but it does seem likely and i would bet on it uh, i would bet on interest rates or 30 or fixed it's kind of stabilizing in the high fours towards the start of next year that would be um where i see things kind of settling out uh when a lot of this turmoil is over um jumbo those are jumbo rates jumbo 
learning time period. This happens sometimes where jumbo rates are better than conforming, meaning um, larger loans actually get better interest rates. And we're in one of those time periods. Um, conforming loans are a little step up from that, but pretty similar, mid fives. Is that because uh, larger loans are more uh, apt to be for people who are very responsible in paying? Um, uh, the, the requirements are stricter um, than conforming loans, but it's mainly due to the fact that jumbo loans are purchased by large banks who then hold them in their portfolios. And they have a level of clientele that they want to maintain, uh, and they will offer attractive interest rates compared to their competitors to get those clients. Where conforming loans are sold back to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, uh, who then securitize them and sell them in the open market. And there's a tremendous amount of tax built into any of those loans. Uh, our, our government keeps passing taxes that have nothing to do with real estate, but they're paid by homeowners uh, through their interest rates. So those taxes oftentimes will push the interest rates uh, above the jumbo loans, even though theoretically, without the taxes, we'd, they'd be quite a bit lower. So let me ask you a little bit of a change of subject on this. Uh, yeah. you, you've been around for a long time, and a lot of mortgage companies are laying off people mm -hmm. because the interest rates are going up. People aren't refinancing as much. Uh, the housing market slowed a little bit. Some people are canceling their contracts, et cetera. Uh, what are you seeing? Because, I mean, you're still around. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been doing mortgages now for 20, 20 plus years, and uh, I plan on kind of this is what I do. Um, mortgage applications, the number of people applying, purchase or refinance, hit a 23-year low last week, 25-year low. So the volume is, is not there, and our industry – hired tremendously to deal with the volume in the last few years and companies are you know companies that were more transactional uh and more based on uh advertising on the internet they they are not having they don't have the relationships to continue to keep the wheels turning over and they have to lay a lot of people off um you know we're more of a, a relationship company and uh, we have long-standing partners with uh, great referral partners and and clients, and you know we've known we've just done a good job for a long time. So we're able to keep on our whole staff. Um, we're still staying That's busy. Uh, well, very similar to Pacific Private Money, they've actually been growing. Um, the you know the demand uh, maybe it's slowed down a little bit, but with other banks uh, pulling in the reins, it seems like it's actually produced a little bit more volume for them, which is kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah, and you know, I would imagine that some of the things like bridge loans and, and short-term loans that uh, you guys specialize in at Pacific Private Money would be in more demand as mortgage rates get higher because people yeah. um, maybe want to just pay cash for their next house and need that bridge loan to do it, where when rates were 2.5% or 3 they say, well, I'll borrow and take a mortgage because that's exactly. so cheap, you know, so it could raise your demand. All right, let's tell you what, then we're going to cut to another commercial break, and now we have a trivia question. In which movie does Morris Chestnut, and I don't know him outside of this movie, play a character named Ricky Baker, a high school football player whose life is tragically cut short before he can go to college where he is set to receive a scholarship? It's kind of a tough question, all right? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. 
the best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Dane Muller. Uh, second trivia question is, in which movie does Morris Chestnut play a character named Ricky Baker, a high school football player whose life is tragically cut short before he can go to college where he is set to receive a scholarship? And uh, to give you a hint, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Ice Cube were in this movie. As well oh, as, well as Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, I do know what. Oh, God. What is Come that? On. Come on. That was a great movie. It's a great uh, movie. Five, four, three, oh, no. two, one. Oh, come to me. Let me Boys, come Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Boys great in movie. The hood. Great movie, yeah, really like that movie. All right, uh, Dane, uh, you guys have um, you you tell us uh, you were just telling me just before we went on uh, from from the commercial break uh, something to do with ADUs. Yeah, so um, accessory dwelling units or ADUs, uh, hot topic over the last couple of years. The state has mandated that all the cities and counties really lower their barriers you know um you can't the setbacks don't apply and density doesn't apply and all kinds of things uh to allow people to build adus yeah um, along with that uh the california housing finance authority who we partner with is issued a forty thousand dollar grant um to anyone who's doing a renovation loan um to to build an adu so we offer those renovation loans um we partner with a homeowner and the contractor and um, architect if they're involved and uh, access the funds to build the ADU, but then also get a $40,000 grant, which is not a loan. It's not a lien. It's never has to be paid back um, that the homeowner can use to pay all their soft costs, everything that's pre groundbreaking. So pay their permits, pay your architect, pay your site prep, pay PG&E, uh, do all that stuff and pay all the loan expenses uh, $40,000 of free money. And then uh, once the loan is complete, uh, our construction finance team works with the contractor to make payments and pay out, and, uh, you know, an ADU gets built. So it's a pretty cool program, a lot of excitement around it. Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, it, 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 does it matter if your ADU is, let's say, going to cost 100000 versus 400000 Is no. it still just 40000 40000 is just a, a number. 40000 the maximum. Um, but generally we were able to use it, you know, use it all up. Um, just, just, uh, just in permit fees. <laughs> well, you know, but the, for ADUs, the permit fees are generally much lower. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They have, they've tried to lower that. But yes, between architecture fees, permit fees, and, and then loan costs, you know, we were able to generally use the 40000 up. Um, but, you know, it can be a junior ADU. It can be a, a garage conversion. It could be a basement conversion. It could be inside your home. It could be outside your home. Um, there's lots of different ways to do ADUs, um, yeah. and they all qualify. Wow. Um, so have you been prefab ones? Yeah, prefab ones as well. But what if you've already done one? Can you go back and get a refund? <laughs> you can't, just like you can't go – if you paid off your student loan, you can't go back and get your student loan. this if you already built your ADU, uh, you can't get the grant. Um, but if you've, if you've started your ADU and you still need financing to finish it, you're still eligible. So just if you broke ground, it doesn't mean it's too late. But if it's done, you're, you're out of the window. I guess if, it, if it's done, then you, then you have a final sign-off uh, from the inspector. Yeah, and you wouldn't Otherwise, you say, okay, now I need to put uh, – another roof on or something, you know, and it, and it does, it does have to be paired with a, with a, um, a, uh, 
renovation loan that finances the building. That's how the state, uh, I, I believe that's how the state makes sure that the ADU actually gets built because they, they send out their $40,000 and they don't, it's not like they come and inspect. They, they rely on us as the banks to make sure that the ADU got built and we do that through the renovation loan process. Yeah, because there's never any fraud within the California and the government, they never. Never heard of it. All, all, yeah, all, all those people who, uh, not only the PPP loans, but unemployment and uh, uh, everything else. It's, it's, and, the, and the prisoners getting their uh, their money in, in jail. But yeah, they got that. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Uh, don't forget, give out your information one more time, because uh, now people have a reason to call you on uh, ADUs as well as uh, just regular old refinances or purchases. Yeah, absolutely. Um my name again, Dane Moeller with Primary Residential Mortgage, number here, 415-870-2752, located in Santa Fe in San Francisco and offices nationwide. And do you have programs where people can buy down the loan uh, with the interest rate, you know, they pay, pay yeah. points or whatever? How's Absolutely. Yeah. So um, in almost all situations, you have an opportunity to pay upfront, which is paying them, we call it a buy down or paying points, uh, which is you pay more at closing to pay less in the long run. And generally the banks will have kind of a actuarian table type thing. And if you have the loan longer than that, just like if you live longer than the life insurance company thought you would, uh, you can win and win big by paying points up front. Uh, you can also do the opposite and pay less up front and have a higher interest rate. And if you have a very short time horizon, like you know in a year you're selling, uh, you can theoretically pay no closing costs and uh, and get a you know a little bit higher interest rate, but you come out ahead. And those are the sort of analyses that we do with every customer to figure out you know what's best. Um, there's also a comeback of uh, what's called a two-one buy down, or uh, which is a program that was around for a long time and then kind of went away and it's come back. Um, and that's where you can prepay the interest. So in your first year of homeownership, you pay a payment based on 2% lower than the rate you actually got. And then the second year, you pay 1% lower. And you actually prepay that interest at closing for the difference. But the, how it generally works is the seller will pay that for you or the builder if you're doing new construction. Huh. So where it, where it really comes in is, hey, I'm a new homeowner. I'm new in my job. I'm, I'm expecting to make more money uh, over the next couple of years. I want to kind of ease into this. And the seller, or oftentimes it'll be a builder, uh, will say, okay, well, we will, as part of our package, we'll pay that difference, 2% the first year, 1% the second. And then you'll, you know, your payments will start small and then go up. And then two years from now, you'll be at your regular payment. Um, and that's something that, like I said, went away and it's come back. Um, and we've been offering it for a while. I saw some other banks recently said they're going to start offering as well. And so it's, it's another way to kind of soften the blow of higher interest rates. And if you refinance before those two years are up, uh, you will have never paid that full rate, right? Um, and not a guaranteed strategy, but a, a strategy. Yeah. When I had refinanced a building. Now uh, back the to the best of investing with Edward Brown uh, on 860 AM. Uh, the basically answer. Years worth of mortgage payments ahead of time. Um, and so, you know, you might just borrow that much and throw it into a bank account earning 
nothing basically and they just extracted it so i just didn't have a mortgage payment for a year all right you're ready for and then suddenly okay now year's up okay you gotta start making the mortgage payment all right uh, we're gonna cut to our uh, last uh, commercial break last trivia question here talking football and the movies in the 1994 film forrest gump the title character has such an exceptional running has such exceptional running skills that he gets a scholarship playing college football. Which legendary coach does he play under? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer wins that tanning certificate, which, by the way, is worth $100. Uh, in the 1994 film Forrest Gump, the title character has such exceptional running skills that he gets a scholarship playing college football. Which legendary coach does he play under? All right, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Dane Moeller. Uh, third trivia question in the 1994 film Forrest Gump. The title character has such exceptional running skills that he gets a scholarship playing college football. Which legendary coach does he play under? I'm going to go with the legendary Bear Bryant. That is correct. Alabama. Alabama. That's right. Remember, he says, I come from Greenbow, Alabama. Very good. All right. Um, So let's see here. Uh, Last couple of minutes, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Pacific Private Money. Uh, We are expanding quite a bit uh, with regard to raising money specifically for our freedom fund because we're paying interest rates to investors anywhere from seven to nine percent depending upon how much they invest uh the, the the catch so to speak is that you have to be an accredited investor so you have to have a net worth of at least a million dollars exclusive of your home or you have to make two hundred thousand a year if you're single three hundred thousand if you're married so that's one catch the other catch is there is a minimum of two hundred fifty thousand. So a lot of people are going to say, ah, I only have like, you know, 100,000. I'm sorry, you can't invest in this one. Uh, But the good thing about this, if you do qualify, is that it's uh, fairly liquid because uh, even though there's a, technically there's a one-year hold, uh, we don't impose any penalty uh, for taking the money out early. So all we ask is just give us 30 days notice. So it's almost like a money market fund, uh, but you can't write checks on it. So you just... Put the money in there and wait, get your, or not wait, and you get your interest rate every month. And then uh, one day you wake up and say, I want my money back. Just give us 30 days notice and we'll pay you back within the 30 days. Uh, and the reason we can do that is because we're taking loan, we're making loans, and then we have trade partners who we sell loans to. So just like you were talking about with Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and all that, who do in the, you know, hundreds of billions uh, we're a lot smaller than that. We're just in the millions, you know. Uh, but well, that probably hit close to a billion dollars worth this year. So we're we're kind of rising up in the ranks. Uh, I think we're kind of one of the larger uh, private lenders who do these owner-occupied bridge loans uh, in the country. Um, but pri- our primary focus is California, but uh, we're kind of getting a little expansive out there. So um, check us out at Pacific private money.com 
415-883-2150. Best to go to the website, check out. We have four different funds. Uh, take a look and see what your, uh, what your pleasure is. And Dane, before we cut out, give out your information one more time as you're quite the extraordinaire uh, of uh, information for mortgages. Yeah, thanks, Edward. Uh, one more time, my name is Dane Muller with Primary Residential Mortgage. 415-870-2752 is my phone number. Uh, and it's Primary Residential SF, as in San Francisco.com if you want to check out our website. All right, very good. Um, probably a, now is a good time before rates pop up again. You know, it's a nice little window. Uh, we're seeing buyers uh, really kind of starting to hold the cards, you know, and, and be a fair, a fair negotiating table between yeah. the buyers and sellers and a nice little dip in interest rates. And, you know, I think that, like we were talking earlier, uh, we're not expecting depreciation in home prices. So, you know, yeah. if, if you can get a good deal now and maybe in a better interest rate down the road, you know, marry the house, date the rate. Uh, that's a lot of what we're seeing right now. So I think it's still a good time to buy. Um, certainly better to pay your own mortgage than someone else's. And if you're renting, you're paying 100% interest. And yeah. you're, either, you're either paying someone else's mortgage or you're just putting your money in their pocket. Okay. And you don't them. get that appreciation either. All right. No, you don't get that tax write-off. Uh, or the tax write-off. Okay, here's our thoughts of the day. Why is the Irish economy so strong? Because its capital is always Dublin. I thought you'd like that. Oh, and, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a dad joke. And how does Bigfoot know what time it is? How does he? By looking at his Sasquatch. Oh, that's what That's bad. I just started with that one and ended with the other one. Yeah. All right. Tune in next week to the Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions and probably having more dad jokes. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.